Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Bench and Bleachers. So uh, with us today, we have the usual, Tolu. Tolu, what's good? You know. I know, yeah. I do not know this, please. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I won't say anything more than that. So Shaya Giri can't join us on this episode, but today we have two guests. So um, guests, introduce yourself. Hello guys, uh, my name is Timelaine. I'm a Manchester United fan and a lover of good football. So anywhere you see bad, negative, anti-football, count me out. And I'm very excited to be here. Thanks, 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 thanks. Very, very you're welcome. You're welcome, you're welcome. We'll talk about my United later. So <laughs> our second guest, introduce yourself. Introduce yourself. Oh yeah, hi guys. Um, my name is Chucky. Chucky. I'm an Arsenal fan. Just like Timmy, I'm a lover of good football as well. But unlike Timmy, I watch negative football sometimes. It means one in. Mm. So. Mm, I understand. Yeah, but yes, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> I'm happy to be here too. And uh, happy to talk to you guys. All right, all right. We're glad to have you as well, Chucky. So, how are you guys doing? How are you guys? How are the legal streets in you guys? Are you guys experiencing uh, that blackout sitting mm. from KJ Electric? Same. That's I can't relate. I'm sorry. Uh, no, thankfully oh, not. Uh, thankfully not. Ish. Sorry to sorry, sorry, to, sorry to all you wrong. <laughs> yo, yo, yeah, it is <laughs> it is actually bad. Like they take the light, like it reminds me of Comrades in West because they used to do that until they see when they take light by nine, they bring it back by five. <laughs> so that's how the thing is. They take it by like around eight, then they bring it by six. So usually, when people are like in work, like people have gone to work and all that, that they've done the blackout. But us that work from home, won't be like, it is so bad. Guy, like, this, this can't literally, save you. Jen can't save you. Literally third world problems, bro. Uh, uh. As in, Literally. this is so bad. I don't have this. <laughs> it's so bad. Wow. It's 2021 yeah, and we're still talking about power. Okay, okay. it's uh, so bad. Ew. Yeah. Yes, now. Like, because I'm that's why. Ah, I'm it's, not, it's never so hot. But yeah. Sorry, yeah. But yeah, so we're suffering. We're suffering, Sha. That's all I can say. So, how are you doing now, Arsenal fan? What's happening? You guys won this week against Aston Villa 3 1. How do you feel about the game? Okay, first of all, I'm very happy. Mm-hmm. Is this negative let football? The, let me give you the clean answer first. No, no, this is the this is this is that's why this is the proper cleaned up answer. This is the answer that has gone through training. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yes, I'm very happy. It was a good game. Mm-hmm. It was a very important three points, especially as we couldn't catch the three points against Crystal Palace. Mm. So this was a very important three points. Get us up the table, away from the bottom half of the table. And yeah, so I'm very, very happy. Oba scored, which is always good. Um, Emil was very good again. Pate was really good again. And he finally got his first goal. So these are all good things. Yeah. So this is my clean answer. Now that that part is gone, <laughs> let's not get down to it. Aston Villa were woeful. In that game? Let me tell you, they were crazy. Wait. I don't understand Wait, how... Have they been good to I, you? Have I they been good this season? Like, compared to last season? So yeah, they've had their ups and downs. I don't think they've gotten themselves since Grealish move. Mm. All, and... I found out during the game that all the guys they bought to replace Grealish have never played together. Like, they've never started a game together. So, that's Ings, Billy, and uh, what's his name? What's the third guy? I know they bought three people with the Grealish money. Buendia. Buendia, yes, Buendia. Buendia, yes, Buendia. So, yeah, so all three of them haven't started a game together. So, I don't know, maybe that's it too. And they've gone from playing three at the back formations to playing two at the back. I don't know, maybe they've not, they've not figured out how to replace the Grealish creativity and all of that. But still, man, I watched Crystal Palace put us on the ropes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, like, I was really worried about Aston Villa. 
really, really worried about Aston Villa. But then they were, uh, thank God they were lackluster. Because I don't know what it was with them. They didn't stress. Even last season, well, last season had Grealish. But last season, that but Watkins made sure we saw Pepe. Yeah, he was terrorizing I don't think last he, season. I don't think he bothered. Yeah, I don't think he bothered our defenders at all this game. Look at the goal they even scored us. Literally, that guy cannot, if they give that guy that chance <laughs> 10 more times, he won't hit it like that. He won't put that ball, he won't put that ball in that top corner. Yeah. It was just something that just happened. So they didn't disturb us at all. I was so worried and they didn't. They, get, they got that guy, they gave him another escape, another three points. It looked like he's doing something. So, so, um, so before okay. we jump into that, like, so um, you have a former player as um, your manager at the top. Timeline, you say same thing, you have a former player as your manager. So the, the affinity you have towards <laughs> your managers, is it stronger than when you used to have Emery or Van Gaal or Moyes, like at the helm of things? Is there a special relationship you have with this type of manager? Um... First of all, I know you do not ask mm-hmm. me about the weekend's <laughs> results. No, we are, we are leading to that. We are leading to that. It's more smart. I just want to get your but opinion on money. I, I, I think I don't. I think the only thing that a former player offers you is bias. You just have a little bias mm. towards them, and they get to stay longer in the job, and they get to throw their way a little more than they should have if. They were not former <laughs> players. That's what I think happened. Because mm. if someone like Ole is still in a job in November, get, or this is October, we'll get, we'll get in October this is of his 2021, first his first year of his contract, in high level we'll football, first of all, even getting a new contract <laughs> of four years offered to him is obviously biased. Three years. And it's obviously because of the extension. But let me See, let me say this. It's not a bad now. thing. <laughs> Give him a blank paper. Let him sign. <laughs> oh, That's what they do. It's not a bad thing. Oh, no if <laughs> if you're a former, you former, a former, player. former player managing your team, it's not a bad thing. But I think that there's just this sentiment that comes with it. If you are not getting results and you get to stay longer oh. than if you, but also I think that some of the appointment that happens when you appoint a former player to manage your team is that you feel like the fans will back them. People, yeah, because of I this understand. sentiment, because of this sentiment, yeah, def, def, people will def, back them def, and people will afford them a little bit of leeway to try to focus on the football side of things. And they can also kind of, because they understand the culture, you can say that they will try to bring it in play faster than somebody that is coming, that's an outsider, someone that's foreign to the environment. You know the staff, you know the, even the non-footballing staff, you know them, you know the into mm-hmm. working of the club. And it kind of, kind of gives you like a little bit of leeway to try to understand the culture but at the end of the day it's the results that matter if you're not getting the results mm-hmm. even finally, even finally. though that sentiment gets you a bit of a bit more time than usual if you're not getting the results then you should get the boots easy as that ah okay so that means obviously you're all layouts so there's no need for me to even ask that question in the future. <laughs> Is that what it looks like? Um, I think, no. I, at this time, I am only out. I have not okay, always been only out. Not in the, but not now, in the sense reality that is, I... <laughs> reality has done or not. Yeah, but even apart from that, I think that Manchester United, the board, when they were appointing Ole, they did not have expectations. They just needed somebody to come in and, again, this sentimental value again, and try to get the fans back on board because the fans were obviously against Mario. Try to get the fans back on board. Try to get a bit of more grace and there was the old Glazers out 
charade that was coming up again from from the six seven years ago and what they did was try to get him to buy the fans back back to the side but i feel like what should have happened yes what should have happened was give Ole the caretaker role or give him another year and let him steady the ship which he has done quite all right i can't fault him for that but Ole is not a top level manager you cannot manage Manchester United without being a top-level manager. And I feel like that's that's something that Chuki will say when he talks about Ateta. There's no pedigree. Is Chuki, is that true? <laughs> Chuki, is that true? There's no pedigree. Yeah, you haven't proven to be anything. And you cannot come and say you are a Pep. Because Pep showed with Bakabi. You saw the yeah. style. There was a style. <laughs> Ask only what is the style. It's not defined. Yeah. Yeah, we'll you can't get play it. without we'll a defined it. style. Now, I, see, I've always been an advocate that this technical director role that Fletcher is currently filling should have been filled by Ole two years ago, and they should have gotten a top level manager. Well, wait, sorry, hold on. Why though? Mm-hmm. Like, well, what what credentials does he have to fill in such a role? What what credentials does Fletcher yeah. have to fill in such a role? No, no, no. Sorry, I thought you said. I thought you meant <laughs> like a. <laughs> Okay. Ceremonial role. Yeah, no, like okay, ceremonial. It's a, it's a ceremonial role. Exactly. Okay, okay. Yes, it's a ceremonial role. That's why I said it should be there because what I've seen is that he has a little bit of an idea about recruitment because his buys have not been terrible. Yeah, really on, fantastic no. because the, the jury is he's more expensive buys have been bad. But go on, go on, please. No, the jury is still out on a couple of his buys, but mm-hmm. they have not been terrible. You feel like there's this, there's this feeling with Manchester United fans that if a better manager takes takes the squad as it is now, mm-hmm. the manager will do better. You don't think so? So, I think so too. Okay. That's why I'm saying that the buys have not been bad. The mm-hmm. Maguire, even though we overpaid on some, the Sancho, we know we know what Sancho did at Dortmund. We know what mm-hmm. he can do on a given day. We know Fred, what Fred was doing and the people that were chasing Fred before he came to United. Ah, Fred. Okay. <laughs> we know the couple of... Okay, anyway. These, these things that that these players we know what they can do we know what they do in their international team so you feel like maybe you can have a say on recruitment and the footballing side also he knows the club even maybe better yeah, than Fletcher because he spent a lot of Fletcher's time on the treatment table and all the time he spent on the treatment oh. table I'm sure that he was fraternizing <laughs> with the cooking staff and the medical <laughs> staff and he knows a lot of them so he would not do bad in that mm. room and then he can teach our strikers how to score yeah, well, well, hold on first. Let's let's even look at. Since we've already started talking about Ole, let's just jump into it then. The Manchester United zero, <laughs> Liverpool five. Um, Chuck, did you watch the game? Let me even look at it from a non Man United a fan game. perspective. The five zero. What what a performance! Five zero that Liverpool. That's one of the starts. best. One of the best games of the season. That's one of the games of what the season. What a performance! Uh, it was very, very. Yes. Was Do you it, think okay, it was let me down ask, to Liverpool's strength? Exactly. Or, or was it Liverpool? Liverpool played so well, or my United were just very poor? Both. Because okay, uh, everybody will be say clearly. both. But let me say, did you guys see the scores no, interview listen, from? Let me the game let me tell you what's funny. Yeah, I I, so, I I did. I the game against. I followed. That's I followed the post match. So the game against Atlanta. I, I watched the because I watched the UCL oh. review that day. I watched all the highlights and I watched what scores were saying. Exactly what scores said. Is that's what exactly happened. where I was going? To and then what school said. again, it makes me exactly where you I know. Was sometimes going. I wonder if managers, if players, I don't know how they live their lives. I don't watch them, but I just wonder sometimes. Do they watch the TV? 
you didn't hear people talk about their performance because there's no way you would tell me that only Tunis TV or read the papers from Wednesday or Thursday morning <laughs> to this morning what no, scores but, interview but and Ferdinand says in, he, he in, speaks to Ole sometimes and these people say and you will say that these people have said the same thing to me, for to four be days fair, to be fair and you have come prepared you walk, for nothing I'm so dumbfounded. If you you're if you very, walk in football, upset. I don't think you're you can be reading sorry, papers I'm and watching reviews that often. You've been upset. I don't think I don't think you can do that. You don't, that would be very bad for you. Like if you are a coach or a, a player, I don't think you should. No, even I'm, be doing I'm, even, I'm not saying I'm not saying you can't. You, because sometimes in press conferences you hear um, the media ask someone like Ole that, oh, this person said this, this. Have you heard? And you say, oh, I heard he said this. What did they hear? Is it from my mouth? Obviously not. And, uh, no, but that's that's so that part is probably the job of the clubs, yeah, um, media person, uh, yeah, maybe the club media yeah, person, exactly. Something the media big, person have showed outside, scores bring it to you, match, you said it, <laughs> and you would have seen it because scores pointed out so, that the midfield was getting overrun because you can't play two people, your wingers are not tracking back, that's your inside forwards, the with the Rashford and Greenwood, um, in the game in the 5 0 game, they're not tracking back. And you are playing Bruno Fernandes, almost supporting Ronaldo up front, leaving a huge gap in your midfield. <laughs> and you have Anderson, Naby Keita, and Milner. And Chucky is something that we have talked about, Liverpool's midfield. We said, Liverpool, they don't play with their midfield. Their midfield is workers. They are going to work till they are tired. Yes, so they gain jobs. That's a club midfield, guys. Yes, they are going to work that's till they are tired. Midfield. Yes, that's a club midfield. Uh, he cares about his defense, his wing see, backs, left back, right back, me, and his strikers. Let me tell you something that's funny. Uh, uh, okay. Let me tell, to me, let me tell you something that's funny. Yeah. Today, right after this game was done, literally right after, I went on Twitter, yeah, and I saw an article from Karaga. He wrote it for the Telegraph, yeah, and the article was basically saying only at Manchester United as the Manchester United manager, it's basically him as an England centre back. So his idea was that when he was in, when he was playing when he was trying to come up to England squad. He had Terry and Ferdinand in front of him. He said, he literally wrote in the article that he could never be as good as the both of them. Never. Mm-hmm. He could never be as tall as Terry. He could never be as quick on the floor as Ferdinand. All he could do was be the best of what he can do. But then he knew that, more. this is my best too. This is the limit. I cannot get here. Like he, he wrote it in that article. So he says that's how he sees Ole. When Manchester United fans and media compare Ole to like the clubs and Peps Chukos and Tuchel. And like these Pep. guys are gone. Yeah, these guys are gone. Yes. Like Ole is not there. He's not, like Ole I, can I don't absolutely. think he even wrote it there that he feels like Ole has done a very good job compared to expected of him. But this is it. This is the maximum. Now, why I remember the Karaga article was something you just said now, uh, TV, where you're talking about that 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 game, and you said uh, sorry before I even sorry it is my head because I've been keeping all my thoughts. So first of all, about the Atlanta match in that post match review you watched, Skull said something. Skull said. Man, you are literally saying our strikers are better than yours. Mm. That you score me, but I will score you back. That's what Manchester United is. Yes. Playing. Basically, that's basically just saying they are playing on vibes. That that's why he said he wants to see what they would do against Liverpool as he tried. And the unfortunate thing is that they tried it. They tried now, the it. They tried it. The reason I said it was very, very funny to me, honestly, was that we've watched Ole in big games. Like we have seen him in big games. There's something that you always know. There's something that's sure. As as the song coming out in the morning, one thing is McFred. Yes, McFred will start yes. again. It does not. It doesn't matter who they are playing. <laughs> if aliens were to come down from Mars, 
and to play a game against Manchester United, Fred will start it. Yes, sorry, but Job wait, wait, sorry, do you understand his rationale for always starting this midfield? Like, because we don't trust any of the other midfielders. Honestly, that's that's how I see it. Yeah. Okay. No, 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 no. There's there's that. Okay, there's that. But I that's think that me, what he tries to do, what he tries to do that he doesn't understand that it cannot <laughs> work is that he likes to think that when he plays two of them, he's helping the backline, and also he has control of this. Um, no. The. The fight, the back third of Manchester United. Okay. But what I see every time we play, every time no, what I see every time we play, every time only plays McFred is that there is you know where McTominay and Fred stay, you know that place they stay just Mm -hmm. behind the Mm -hmm. the semicircle behind the eyeballs from that place to where um, just after the boxing of the other people, just look at that place. It's always it's always filled with opponents. There is never a Manchester United player there, and you are <laughs> going to create a gap. So there's no link between the midfield and the attack. Always, there's just that gap, and nobody's going to run that gap for you because every time he plays McTominay and Fred, he tells them to sit back. McTominay is a box-to-box midfielder. Fred is also a box-to-box midfielder. We know how he plays. Fabio is always behind him in Brazil. Fred drives the ball, but no, no, in Manchester United they will never move the ball for you. And you know that they, they are not schools. It's, they are not it's probably instructions. It's probably instructions you've gotten from the manager. Like yes, and that's why that's what Chucky is saying. Ole is mid. That's why he can play McFred because he's the only manager I know in my life that will play McTominay Fred in any game. <laughs> Chucky, go on. You were saying. My point was he has to play McFred. That's what he feels in his head. He feels like he has to play McFred. The reason behind that is that what may I think, Shao? I'm not in my interest right? So anybody can fight me. Watch it from the outside. He does not trust anybody else. He does not trust anybody else to run, like McFred will run. He doesn't trust anybody else to make those tackles that McFred will attempt. At least, even if they don't do it, they will attempt it. He doesn't trust literally any other midfield player in big games. He has shown it his entire Manchester career. McFred, Chucky, Chucky, just before you go on, and this brings the question that I get asked every time. Every time my UPs, I see this question a lot. What does Manchester United do in training? Interesting question, actually. <laughs> I'm really curious. <laughs> Vibes. Because you cannot tell me that. You cannot... Because, Chuki, you know what training is. You are a player coach and you know what people do in training. They experiment a lot. They try different formations. They try different people. You see patterns in training that you bring to the game. Look at today. Every When the lineup when the lineup for Liverpool was announced, everybody was shocked that Manny did not play. But... Klopp knew what he wanted to do. Firmino came to join the midfield, leaving Jota and Salah up front to occupy Manchester United backline. You will see that this person, obviously, is something that they have done in training. So Firmino was popping up Touch in every possible. Yes. So what does Oli do in training? Do we try everything? Every time I see Manchester United in training, it's always Rondo. Always Rondo. Nothing more. Let me tell you something. Just remind me of So my friend Samuel, yeah. Samuel is a Manchester United fan. And Samuel has told me, when we've had this only argument a long time ago, so we have, we've had it multiple times, but Samuel has one saying he always tells me every time we have this argument. He said I should go and watch the last 10, 15, 20 Manchester United games that I cannot pick out two goals that are similar. And that's how you do the exactly. Manchester United. There's no pattern. sequence. There's no there's particular no, reason. Something that's that's what that's what that they do. That's what Chuki like, has yeah. said here. He said there's a two Pep, goals. there's a club, there's a Tuchel. Imagine yes, Tuchel no. came 
after his first four games, we recognized that we wanted to play. Timmy, God bless you. Just when this season started, point. when this season started, I thought know, Tuchel was going to play something else. I thought he was going to go with the back four. But he recognized the strength of his team. Rudiger is a mainstay. Three and backs, two wing backs. And even, you remember that Tuchel was playing a 3-4-3 initially. No, he was playing a 3-5-2. He tried... Yes, and then he reverted to a 3-4-3 because that's what we work for him. Yeah, also... Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Every time we name a lineup, we don't know how we are playing. The only thing that is sure as Tuchel said is that Mark Fred and Bruno Fernandes is a 10. It's nothing more than that. That's all. There's no identity. There's no pattern. It's ridiculous. Look, the thing about about Ole's ball is that he he expects he just thinks of football like attack and defense. So now he has put that McFred there to be like part of the defense. So when they get the ball, yes, that's why they I immediately so pump the ball straight up to the attack for the attackers to use their talents to create something. That kind of thing. There's no sequence. There's no vibes. like. Oh, I let the midfielders hold the ball. Let other players move vibes. into some. Let me tell you, the only positions. thing you could have pinpointed. There's no positional plan or that. The only thing you could have pinpointed that Oli was doing, and which was what he used to do against big teams, was that he used the counter attack a lot. Yes, no, you have very a fast lot. players. But apart from that, when you are playing, you see, we talk about transition when we are playing. Transition when you get the ball. A transition where you're not with the ball. You don't see them. Every time somebody is dragged out of position, is either Shaw is out of position, Maguire is out of mm-hmm. position, McTominay is out of position, or they have dragged Fred to left back, <laughs> leaving the center free. Every time, there's always something wrong. And well, you know that I think in, this, okay. in this kind of pattern, anytime someone makes a mistake, it's always obvious. You will always see, it will be glaring, it will be shining. Everybody has to be at their best. Yes. Everybody has to be their best at the center but all in all, all in all, the difference, then the thing, the other disadvantage of this type of Ole situation is that look at Klopp, look at Pep, look at Soko. They can afford to make proper rotations because they already yes. have a system. They know that whoever they plug in, as long as they're going according to the system, the results should work out. But Ole, if, so, if certain players are missing, it becomes Problem. very glaring that Problem. okay, these are not the same players that played. They're not the same. Every time Bruno doesn't play, you know. how do we play? How does you know. how do we play? Even when if even if like look at as Varane is not around, everybody knows Varane. Every, is it's disjointed. Yes. So that and kind of thing. You, you can't afford that. Yeah, you can't afford that. You can't do that. Everybody says that. Well yeah, we've we've drawn on, on Ole's and my United the back of the Lord shall. Wait, are we not going to? Are we not going to talk about Ateta? Yeah, <laughs> we'll go to Ateta. Let's just yeah, because of ah, man, you've not. We just start to Ateta first. No, you know, then my, go to my, my deep inside the podcast. Well, we already yeah, started okay. with my United. Yeah, then we can talk about we'll talk about Salah as well. We'll talk about best Premier League players. There are other topics we'll talk about as we progress. Okay. So, um, Ateta, tricky. What's what's popping with Ateta? Are you guys are you satisfied with him? At this that point. is what at least that with the brother way has to leave. the caliber of players you're then your team. Are you okay with what you guys are getting? No. Let's see, let me tell you. Ah, but you are you winning. You are you are in the top of me. What do you mean by I'm winning? So if you have the same points, so if you have the same points. Yes. For ten for ten. Not so bad. Let me tell you. I have I had more fun watching the end of Wenger. Than I'm watching what I'm saying now. <laughs> Literally, uh-uh. like when that's last two seasons, <laughs> where we all had, we all generally agreed that it was time for him to leave. 
I was watching Arsenal mm. and I was like, okay, this is what I like. Compared to what I have seen since Wenger left, literally, since Wenger left, nobody has given me close... It comes in fleeting moments, like one game, maybe one little derby, or one really fun game. Fleeting. But it has not been a constant... But, but come on. Nah, the quality see, of yeah. player has to... Let me, like, let me first tell you, because I just realised, we come back to Ateta now, and I never got to answer the team's captain question, or former player question, so I'll just summarise it here. That thing, some okay. former player coming to coach your club, is basically for mm-hmm. goodwill, because that's what happened to Ateta right now. Now, I have not seen where... Literally, every day, as now we play... This is like clockwork, really. As now, going to, as now we play a drab game against a team they should be beat. Let's say how the Brighton 0-0. A team you should... Brighton were without Bissouma. Like, a team you should be beaten. Then that's now plays 0-0. I'm not joking. In less than an hour after that game, an athletic article comes up from one athletic guy about how Ateta is a work in progress. And I'm like, why are you guys giving this guy this much? <laughs> why Why does he have this? What has he done? The funny thing is that I really like Ateta. He won He has won FA Cup. What? How, wh- why? He's on FA Cup. He has won FA Cup. See, I, I understand. I understand. No, though. the thing is... But the thing is also... If, if, like you said, you said you wanted that to go. Then, Tim Lang, you were saying, um, but Ateta is winning. If you had a chance to swap Ole for Ateta, will you take it? No. Are you asking me or him? Okay. No. They are asking him. Then you are asking you as well. No, so not, not chance. Of Both of them are not good. No reason. You know what I would prefer? Go on. You know what I would prefer? Let them leave Carrick in caretaker charge and let him go. Chuki, I think I need to ask you, honestly, honest opinion. Um, Ateta, okay, he's currently winning, but away from the winning. Timmy, he's not currently winning anything now. Do you think, do you think that he can build a team Nope. That's capable of challenging for the title. No chance. Let me tell you why. In one very simple sentence. <laughs> he does not know how to coach an attack. Very simple. See, Ateta, yeah, let me tell you how I feel about Ateta's uh, managerial prowess. Yeah? I feel like he came up under Pep. Very good. Pep is, very, very, Pep is known for being very, very like, meticulous. Like He thinks about everything. Every part of... The, like mm-hmm. literally every blade of grass Pep has thought about how he will cover this place and do this he thinks about everything now I think Ateta picked up that part from Pep yeah so he, he does that too. he's a very um, like patterns show up in Arsenal's game a lot so you know that he, he coaches with like a coaching board like he has patterns written up that the players have to go, go with but now we've lost that thing that Wenger had coach was Wenger giving his players that creative freedom so Wenger's players once they got, got into the final third of the field was express yourself. They have to you follow feel, instructions. They didn't have to. Exa- they did not have mm. to under Wenger. Under Ateta, everything yeah, is drilled down. Like I can, I can close hold my on, eyes and tell you how an attack is going to. Can be. I say something? Literally. Can I say something? Isn't that isn't that what you're complaining about only about individuals having no. so to let me let me tell you. Yeah. For with Wenger's Ole, then it was balanced, right? With Ole, with it Wenger's only was free same thing with Pep. Look at Pep. We know Pep has patterns. Because we know Pep is always going to go down the mm-hmm. byline and cut it back. Most of the time. Like, we mm-hmm. know Pep has patterns. But the difference is that Pep has now coached his players into... See, if you watch a City game, yeah, and watch how City attack, and for once, take your eyes away from the man with the ball, look at everybody else around the attack. The position yeah, City I players see. take, it is maddening. The Honestly, position they take then, 
do you also do you guys also look, I read this article about scanning. It's something that players do where they always look yeah. behind them or look around them Bro. to see space to see the space here. Yeah. So they think midfielders do it a lot. So they do, uh, amongst all the positions in the field, midfielders do it the most. And the player yes. who used to do it the most was Javi when I was in Barcelona. Yeah. Like always looking Madrid behind. does it a lot. Javi, yeah. Iniesta, yeah. Madrid does it. But if you look at Man City, if you look at Man City, all of them do it. Bro, Gabriel look at Jesus, I'm not joking. Foden, all of them. Bernardo Even Silva, Walker. Grealish, they all do all that scanning thing. I watch City, It's yeah. so incredible to I, watch. I watch City and like... You think like you know everybody say Pep is a Pep robot robot he has turned everybody to a robot everybody football is not robotic because of Pep blah 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 fine but watch mm-hmm. them it's the same way so I was having a, yeah. a conversation earlier today about when we watching the Man U game you know before the Man U game we were talking about how Man U's press against Leicester was very loops, lopsided so I remember telling to yeah. that uh, teams like so yeah Skull said something about how uh, big teams press like they crowd you and press I was like no I don't see that with CTO. So City will do their normal six-second press. Once you beat it, they step back. What they do, them and Liverpool, then they trap you. They force you to go to angles of the field where you don't know they are the ones forcing you. Yeah. Like, you think you are yes. playing, but they are pushing you in they a certain way. And side. then, it's like, they just click, go. And then everybody just takes off. And then next thing, you have to load the ball. There's nowhere to go again. They've trapped you. Liverpool do it a lot. Yeah, you have to lose the ball. Now, City does that thing, but then they do it when they're attacking. Where it looks like nothing's happening. Like you think you have, you are in control. The ball is right in front of you. You can literally mm-hmm. see the ball. But then people are just moving and taking some slight position. Next thing, Bernardo has come to the ball. Fodin has come inside. Yep. Then, like next, it's just two, three quick. None passes. of your players are free. Everywhere is open, and it's like maddening. So now Pep does that. Ole is another who says his vibes. Anything that happens, once Bruno gets the ball, anything that Bruno thinks of, just do it. Ole does not. Ole can never coach. <laughs> whatever Bruno, whatever. Let Bruno me tell you. Let me tell you something. Bruno does it. Let me tell let's you not, something. Let's not. Let's not. Manchester United. No, Manchester United go to press. Manchester United go to press. Manchester United press players. They don't press passing lanes. That's like the Yo. fundamental of pressing. When you go to That's press, you are going like to block the pass. Yes. You are going to just press because they feel they are meant to just run. Yes, you want to run and come and face me. When you come and face me, I'll pass to the person that's free now. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another FPL segment with Zifa. Zifa, how are you doing now? It's been a long time. It's been a while. Um, no pod last week, but I've been good. How have you been? Yeah, I've been okay. Just chilling. Yeah. And how's your week? How's your game week? Just let me start from there. How's your game week this game week? It wasn't... Oh, yeah, your points. It wasn't too bad, but it wasn't too great. Um, just Salah. Salah actually saved me. Mm. Yeah. Mm, okay, that's cool. Salah saved me too because a lot of my players didn't play. Yeah, but... Better, Duffy, they both didn't play. Oh, yeah, so that's true. Was, yeah. But you captained him, yeah? Classified. Yeah, Captain Salah. Yeah. Last minute, though. My captainship was on Antonio before. Yeah. I was for me, let me do the French show. But <laughs> I'll say last minute, I don't want to be... Let me not be, let me not be trued for my decision. So I just moved it back to Salah. Yeah. Like everybody's getting points from Salah. Let me get points too. Yeah. And it well, worked out. Well, I captained Antonio and it didn't work out so well. Ha ha ha. thing did. So, um, what was your eye this game week? In total? Um, like, what yeah. was your eye? Um, there were, there were, there was a lot, um, from this game week. I mean, we had, I think this was the first game that we had two players scoring 24 points and it wasn't even a double game week. Mm-hmm. So, um, let's start with the one first player that scored 24 points. That was Mason Mount. Um, yeah. He played... Generational talents. 
Yeah, yeah. Star Boy. <laughs> he played um he played he played on, on the right hand side against Norwich and um on that right hand side he got three goals and he got an assist and he still got three shots in the box. He had three chances created and he did well to get his um points. Um it's worth noting that in that game, um that's not the first time a player has had joy playing on the right hand side against Norwich. Mason Mount scored, uh-huh. uh, Rich James scored, Ismail Asaf scored, Salah scored, Townsend scored. I mean, I can count the amount of players that have scored from that right hand side. So I mean, don't they score Norwich from everywhere? <laughs> from the left, from the right, down the center. Like, honestly. <laughs> to be, yeah. It seems appalling at this point. To, to be very. To be, yeah, but I get your point. I think you've mentioned it before. Yes, you mentioned uh-huh. this before about uh-huh. Norwich. Yes, yeah. you mentioned it in the pod before. So yeah, yeah. you're yeah. right about the Messi month's prediction. Yeah. And then sort um, of um, um, okay. um, Phil Foden. Um, he played as a false nine against Brighton, and Brighton are not easy to play against um, because yeah. they are very sound defensively. But he had nine uh, shots and eight shots in the box, which was the most this game week. Um, he also had okay. one big chance. Uh, he had two big chance, two chances created. He had one big chance created. He had an XGI that's an expected goal involvement of one point nine six. Like yeah. playing in Pep's team right now, he's actually the most dangerous player. And I don't know if he's um, droppable because it's it his Pep. But the way he's playing, he's actually a very, very like he's playing like a premium player, and he has. Um, Christophers and Manchester United in the next two games. Um, I still think he would score points in those games. So if you want to get okay. a differential, he's a reasonable bet to go to go with. Also, Spurs. Um, I know a lot of people are going for Harry Kane. Um, it's worth noting that in this game that he played against West Ham, the Harry Kane and um, Son just had two shots in the whole game. So Spurs did not even have a single shot in the second half and. Um, is what's noting going forward because they don't seem to create anything. So, yeah. Okay. So, I'm um, going to forward to next week. What defender are you suggesting to the listeners that they should um, sign? For def- defender. Well, for defense, you can have your pick, but um, because you have um, Liverpool, City, and Chelsea all having good fixtures. But if I was to pick one, I'll just pick the safest option, which is which is also the most expensive trend, Alexander Arnold, because a lot, of, a lot of people have sold him. If you can get him back, mm-hmm. get him back. If you want somebody else, Chihuahua is also a good option, but I'm going for um, Trent. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well, so what up for the midfield position? Yeah, for the midfield position, um, I'm going for Rafinha, if fit, because he's playing on the right-hand side that I just spoke about. Um, against oh, North, against Norwich. Against Norwich. So oh, okay. it's worth waiting midweek. Um, if because we are most likely getting a press conference because of the Carabao Cup game, so if Bielsa tells us that um, Rafinha is going to be fit, um, that would be very, very good. So just hold okay. your transfers until maybe midweek. Okay, okay, cool. So that's fair. Yeah, that's fair enough. So what are for the um, forward position? Who do you suggest? Um, because yeah, 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 for the forward position, um, it really it should be Antonio. Well, it's Antonio because he's playing Villa and he, the goal he just scored, he um, scored it from a set piece. And we just saw in the last game against Arsenal how 
but Aston Villa have been from um, dead ball situations. Set so, pieces. Yeah, okay. exactly. So he can he can he can still provide um, attacking returns, and we just saw that he can that he that he just scored last week, so he still has goals in him. Okay, that's good. So what of um for your captain pick? Who do you suggest to be? Captain for the game week. Stig, let me ask you, who do you suggest you be the captain uh, for <laughs> for the rest uh, of the season? <laughs> yeah, for the rest of the season. Just leave it on Salah. Just Salas. leave it on Salah, um, yeah, just just, Salah. If you can. Saying, if everybody's... <laughs> I mean, if you can. If you, if you can. Until he goes for Afcon. Yeah. They will give you something different exactly. to pick. Exactly. But for now, just leave it on Salah. Just leave it on Salah. And, and just leave yourself the hassle. Um, we don't have much time. Okay. But just one, one, one thing to say on that Salah captaincy. You can see that Salah's um, ownership is around 66%. What this means right now is mm-hmm. that if he does get captained, which he most likely would be, the amount of people that are captaining would almost be um, the same amount of people that would own maybe the next best player. So as a Salah owner, you are not doing yourself any good by just having him on on your team because of his effective ownership. He's at 66% owned. So if you have him and you're not captaining him and he does return, you are essentially getting a red arrow as seen this game week that he scored his 24, 24 points. So That's if true. you have him, you should actually captain him. Hmm. Thanks for thanks for that bit yeah. of FPL advice. Yeah. So yeah, we'll catch you again next week. Thanks. It's always, been, it's always going to be a pleasure hearing your tips. And following listeners have been talking to me, or they'll be like, Oh, yeah, the last the last one we recorded there, it really helped a lot of people. So, oh, yeah, okay. we'll just that's, keep on doing it for that's, them. That's um, very nice to know. Hopefully, we can we can do more. Keep riding on that, right? Yeah, yeah. that's good. That's good. So, yeah. thanks again. All right, man. Thank you very much. Yeah, sorry, sorry. So, even look at the let's even look at the other side of the coin. So, do you guys believe like um, Salah is the best um, player in the league right now? Yes. This is this is this is Ballon d'Or winning form, guy. Like this is not even a joke. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, can you see the form that he's Let me tell you, it's ridiculous. He has caught in ten games on mm. trot. See me. Do you know what's funny? Three away at Do you know what's funny? I mean, two away at He has always been scoring goals. It's not even about what are you talking about. It's the confidence he's playing with. It is mad. Salah is picking up the ball on the literally. Salah is picking up the ball with his toes on the white line, like at touch line. And he's like, no, Wahala. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and dancing, like, and he's happening. dancing around here. <laughs> like, so is, is, is this the best he's been? Is this the best we've seen him? Because, like, I remember his first season. This is the best form I've seen him. This is the best I've watched him. So, it might not end up as his best statistical season. Because, obviously, that season when he first came back to Liverpool, that was madness. Yeah. But this is the best I've watched Salah. Let me tell you, my closest Liverpool friend, I always. I always take shots at Salah because he's like he, he can he can literally fight for Salah. So I like rallying him up with Salah. And what I always tell him is that Salah scores like the luckiest goals ever. Like like Salah somehow <laughs> Salah can fall and the ball will hit this player, hit this guy, and go up and come down. Next the ball is right to Salah for go and the goal. One touch, mm-hmm. go. So that's how I always used to take shots at Salah. Like that things just happen for Salah. Like he's just playing anyhow, anyhow, let's go. But bro, this season. I'm guessing now, not anymore, right? Not anymore, guy. This guy is playing no, like. Man, Salah is this is, this is, that was, this is Ballon d'Or form. Like he's untouchable. Like, confidence wise, you can't touch him. There's so much confidence. So much confidence. So much that's, confidence. Mo- that's the most important thing to me. Especially for forward players, confidence. Because once you believe that you can yeah. do it, mm-hmm. nothing. Nobody wants to tell you. There was this yeah. story about. And you when, have the ability when Jogba to was with Mourinho. Because. And Jogba said before every so game. So you're not even. Uh, 
Jose used to tell him, like, none of the defenders can mark you. You're not stronger than you. You're not faster than you play. And like, Jogba said that just mm. confidence. You get to feel and you don't believe that this. Bro, I watched Osime one day. Osime was taking shots from like 40 yards. It's confidence. He doesn't care anymore. He's, mm. he's on form. And that's what's happening with Salah now. Salah is just on form of his life, literally. This mm. I won't be surprised yes, though. So even to. This is Ballon d'Or for me. If yeah. he's nominated, I mean. Ah, but man. even to keep it. No, keep no, 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 no. He didn't win anything. That's why I didn't say he will win it. Maybe we'll that's why I didn't say he will win it. I, 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 I think. think I would not be surprised. Guys, this I is think the, by us. This is happening in right in front the, of you every week. The Ballon d'Or. He cannot win it. Yeah, but I think the easiest pick for me is, is Lewandowski, Sha. I, th- I think the easiest pick for me is Lewandowski because I feel like last year he was not robbed, but then he was supposed to be there or thereabouts. Because it was in so much, it was in such a form last year, and he had so much confidence, yeah, yeah. scoring a lot of goals, and it was supposed to be at least there or thereabout. But and a lot of people are, but if it's the numbers, we know Messi still had the numbers, always, even though he had the poor the season, the team had the poor season. Messi still had the numbers, so maybe that's what is going to rule Salah out. I don't know. Plus, they did not win a trophy, and they were not as good last season as they were um, two seasons ago. But in the form that Salah is, if he continues like this into next year, bro, maybe yes. we can see. I know, we, I know we, that we, I know that the English media are season. very like yeah, maybe next year. English like media they push things. If he wins Afcon, if he wins Afcon, it will be sweet for him as well. Yeah, nobody, yes, nobody is looking at Africa. Nobody is looking at Africa teams. No, oh, he just okay, he okay. just adds he just adds as a trophy for him. Yeah, it does to, actually. To it does, it does. Not like he's. Yes. All right. So it's something. So something. we're almost we're almost running out of time. Mm-hmm. So we'll just briefly just touch on a few other matches. Chelsea seven, Norwich zero. Good game for Missy Mount. Missy Mount hat trick. Stop it. I didn't have to bring that up. Stop, stop this. Stop Chelsea. Good this game is just Chelsea. Then <laughs> let's, let's keep. Let's keep let's, I'm just giving. I'm just giving sports news. Oh, I'm not sorry, sorry. That. That's, that's okay. Seven, on, seven, on, on that game, I think the only surprising thing was that Abet did not score. <laughs> Because I expected, yeah. obviously, let the line yeah. as I expected, but I expected that he would score. Mm-hmm. And Norwich was One of my friends as poor as ever. Norwich, Norwich, Norwich should never, oh, be, you Norwich should be, never be back into the Premier League. No, no, somebody captain Havertz in the FPL. That's something I believe in. I, was, I, was just I don't think they should ever let Norwich back in the Premier League. Let's just get that part of it. No, I, no, you know the problem, Chiki, you know the problem. They're not important at all. You know the problem, Daniel Fakker. That's my problem with Daniel Fakker. He's, he's a good... Low level manager does well for Norwich when they go back, but when it comes to the Premier League, you, what you're fighting for is survival. You're not coming to play beautiful football for us here. No. You'll be playing you beautiful football, not play beautiful football in Championship. Come here, use five at the back if that's what you have to do. Use three for three. I don't care. But you cannot be playing and be doing pass one, pass two with mm. games and be trying to outplay. That's... Who are you outplaying? People that. Burnley, Burnley that will load ball for you is who you want to outplay. Or City that will outplay you anything, you want to outplay them. What are you talking about? And oh, the problem they'll is, learn, they'll learn. The problem is, when you come to the Premier League, nine games, ten games, and you are considering a lot of goals, it's going to affect the confidence of the entire team. And there's nothing you can do. They are going back they're now. Going the players know they are going back. Nobody there knows they are going back. They are going back. They're, 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 well, I think I don't know. I just feel it's even early to talk about relegation. Ah, but Norwich are going. Going down the season, man. Ah, it's not where Norwich are gone. They are gone. But, well, but you know that they will not sack him. They will not. They will not sack him. So it's going to be there. Mm. Okay. 
the in La Liga, a classical. Uh, I remember when a classical was good, <laughs> but it's not. We don't have any, you know, even we don't even have enough time to touch up on your classical. Show. But your classical one zero goal from um, Alaba. Was it two zero? Two yeah, yeah, two one, two one. Yeah, two one. Two one. Oh my! <laughs> 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 it's so, it's, it's so two funny. No, no one cares about a classical. Oh, yeah, classical started. No, no, but no, no, no. But there was a good thing. Aguero scored. The classical started by three. Aguero scored yeah. on a Sunday. I grew up <laughs> yeah. with the classical like, coming on at eight. Immediately, my years match started. I just bro, I grew up with the classical I'm starting by eight this. pm. Like you know, it's a classical time at eight pm. You get as it. in the night. Yes, or nine. nine. Match that we end by eleven fifteen. The sun was <laughs> out. Back at Madrid, they playing. What a shame! Ah, what a shame! What a shame! But then I, I still, I still think. In La Liga, I still think is Atletico started to lose. Those are serious people. Mm. Interesting. You've never Interesting. seen a bunch of yeah, unserious. Let's see how that turns out. Well, see, as, as time goes on, if we have you guys again, we'll bring <laughs> up these agendas. So it's, it's fun to have you guys on, Charles. Yeah, Teta, the only insights. <laughs> yeah. Thanks a lot. You, you guys, you guys, guys we never, never had an Arsenal fan before, so this is our first time. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing. So thanks, thanks, thanks for that. But but so, just before we go, you people know. Quickly want to talk about Hurricane's form. Hurricane drugs is one my, goal. There's not a stupid cup about Hurricane. I think But I wish just, I wish he had gone to City so that they can be tearing everybody apart now. And they won't be doing the Chelsea on us. <laughs> I wish he went to City. We'll see how things look in January. What? No chance. And, and no, he's never going to go. Yeah. In, the window has passed. Never going to go. That's fast. Anyway, so we'll we'll uh, catch you guys next time. We have you guys on, but make sure you guys listen. Tell your friends to listen, course, share, and yeah, we'll have you guys next time. So thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Thanks for coming. And we hope yeah. we hope to be back. Yep, yep. as always. And I hope <laughs> when I'm coming back, uh, it will not be only <laughs> only forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully, only forever. <laughs> Thank you. <guys. laughs>